Welcome to the Genealogy Happy Hour, a place where new family historians can learn to document their family histories and celebrate their new discoveries. I'm Amy. And I'm Penny. And we're here to help you discover your family tree from the beginning. Welcome to episode 60. Penny, can you believe it's been five years? No. What? It's been five? (laughs) Seriously? Episode 60. I don't know. Yeah. We actually did more than, than one a month at, at one point when we first started. We Maybe did. It hasn't been five years. But it's, anyway, it's episode 60. So It's incredible. It's December 2020. We are so glad that this year is almost over. Mm-hmm. But we And we are going to do a year in review today. We're going to talk about those uh, New Year's resolutions that we made back in January. Um, little did we know what was in store for us then. But um, before we start, what wine do we have? Uh, well, the wine we have for this month is called Mayomi. Mayomi. M-E-I-O-M-I. And it is uh, the one that we chose was a Cabernet Sauvignon. And the, okay, this is the description. We were chuckling about this earlier. So a deep ruby color. The wine opens to reveal expressive aromas of juicy blackberry, boysenberry, and bramble, along with notes of toasty vanilla and graham cracker. The full flavors are highlighted by a plush, velvety mouthfeel with a long finish. And it is delicious, but I'm not really sure what bramble tastes like. Right? <laughs> Just like <laughs> bramble. Somebody mm. must have tasted it. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're tasting yeah. it again. But... I jumped on this when I saw toasty vanilla and graham cracker. I Did you? Like, mm-hmm. Yes. That's, that's what drew you to I'm it. I'm going to like this wine. <laughs> and you normally don't drink red, so. I don't, but this, yeah. is, this, is, this one was good. Nice. Um, yeah. All right. Well, maybe someday we will get to share it in, in, in person again. In person. Maybe so. in January. Maybe. January. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what the numbers are. Right now we've been isolating and we've been podcasting via zoom for Since most of March. the year mm-hmm. crazy yeah. yeah exactly oh i know and i think it's well we might see each other in january but we'll see but <laughs> i know so. it would be nice to share a glass of wine I know. in person I know. in person and at least it's warm enough down here in florida that we could probably do it outside so. we haven't been able to take a research trip um i know I'm that's been a huge struggle. House, ba- that's, really, because we, we have a list of things that we need to um, look for and get to, and we love yeah. road trips. So, yeah. Well, Amy, yeah. your resolutions. Yes. Oh, me first. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my three resolutions were to uh, watch or participate in webinars. And uh, to submit a supplemental application to Daughters of the American Revolution. And to get rid of the piles that were sitting in my office. Who are you <laughs> laughing? You <laughs> Who are you laughing at? <laughs> All right. So I did very well with the webinars. And I wanted to point out um, three of them that I um, watched. And um, through Legacy Family Tree webinars. They are um, both, they have free and they also have paid subscription. I think the subscription is like maybe $50 a year. And they have wonderful, wonderful webinars, all different um, lengths. 
um, all different, um, you know, they've got stuff for beginners and they also have um, uh, BCG, um, you know, somebody who's preparing to be certified. Um, they have more advanced webinars, great webinars. There were three that I just wanted to point out. Um, Discover More Records with Family Search Image Search by Lisa Alzo. And I think, you know, I think we've talked about this before. Family Search has so much more in it than just doing a uh, regular general search. And this shows you how to, to really utilize the images and the, um, the record sets um, that Family Search has um, available um, that are imaged. And it's only an eight minute webinar. So it's, it's very quick. She walks you through exactly what to do. And I think it just it will open up a lot more um, records and a lot more discoveries for people if they um, just take a look at that. So um, that and then using the catalog. Um, I use the catalog a lot in family search and it's, you know, you can really find a lot of new things there. Um, there's also a good one on um, evidence and the genealogical proof standard by uh, Rebecca Coford on how do you know it's correct, evidence and proof. That's about an hour long. And Rebecca is a certified genealogist, and she cheats, but it's it's still basic walking you through um, analyzing um, evidence. And then there was one that's really actually a fascinating case study um, by Kelvin Myers on can a de can a dead man sign a deed? And um, I actually ran into kind of this problem. I was looking for um, a Revolutionary War patriot for my sister-in-law. And I was so excited that I thought I found one and I start documenting the kinships between the Patriot and his daughter. And I found a marriage bond that he had, had signed for his daughter to marry. Um, and of course it didn't state the relationship, but then I found that there was a probate. So I'm like, okay, great. That's going to tie him and her together. And then I got to looking at the probate and I realized that the man died before the marriage bond was signed. So how could mm. the dead man sign the marriage bond? Well, he had a son by the same last, uh, the same name. So I said, oh, great. Okay, that it must be the son. But as I'm looking through the probate records, I realized that the son would have been too young to sign the marriage bond. So then I started really having to analyze that inf the, the evidence more. And I realized that there's, this is a different person by the same name and my sister-in-law's ancestor does not belong to this family at all oh, wow. <laughs> so that was a very sad moment but again very important that you can't just take that one document and make those assumptions and like same name same state it's all good and yes. um, but anyway so um so that's a, a very interesting one um uh, about analyzing um he analyzes deed and mortgage records um, to come up with a date of death for this individual. So um, those three webinars uh, I would highly recommend. And, and um, as anything on um, Legacy Family Tree webinars. They also have, uh, I think they're like 10 minute long, uh, more tech videos. They like, um, do. And I, well, I love I, those. I wrote one down because you'll laugh. There's one about using Google Docs. And I was like, oh, Penny's going to tell me that I need to take that one. <laughs> Please watch that video. Yes, I know. Y'all, I try to send Amy all kinds of stuff on Google Docs, I and she's like, it. I don't know how to do it. I, I can't it. do it. <laughs> she makes me crazy. So I saw that when I did, I did think of you. <clears throat> hmm. Put have, that on your resolution list for next year. 
<laughs> anyway, so I get, I, I think I get a star for that. Um, my, Your office clean? I'm getting to that. I okay, want to talk sorry. about the DAR application, <laughs> supplemental application first. Okay. <laughs> because I completed that too. I put an application in in February for um, Jacob Stover. He's a um, documented patriot in National Society, Dars of the American Revolution. And um, he's also through my father's line. All of my patriots right now are through my father's line. And um, I put it in February. I'll probably hear something from DAR in the middle of next year on that supplemental because they're about 18 months behind on supplementals. So I get a star for that. Okay. And I did get rid of the piles in my office, believe it or not. But All of them? No, but t- t- see the problem. I can't see. And we're on Zoom right now, and she's hiding her actual uh-huh. background. Oh, yeah, me. you can't see my background. <laughs> um, there's just new piles, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just calling them new piles. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that will be addressed <laughs> in the appropriate <laughs> manner and time. <laughs> okay. All right, we'll let you take a star for that. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. You, you, you should have really asked for the evidence and really analyzed the evidence on that one. <laughs> How, <laughs> we need proof. We need proof. How did you, what were, your, what were your resolutions? Okay, so mine were to take all the photos I had and label them correctly and put them in files. And this is digital photos, not my physical photos so these are these are photos that you already had digitized in your Mm -hmm. computer okay Mm -hmm. all my ancestry photos not just my everyday photos so i did do that they all have labels on them they all are in a digital file where i can find them quickly i have also uploaded all of them to my forever account and so they're there and they're also in a google photo account. So I've got them in like three different places. Uh So they're all backed up. Um, The other thing I was going to do was uh, finish my French genealogy as if that nobody can finish their genealogy. Right. Done. (laughs) Check. But as much as I could um, to get as much information and log it in. And I did that at the beginning of the year. I I've got a huge binder now of birth, marriage, and death records from Alsace and Switzerland, uh, going back as far as I could using um, all the online resources I, I could find, which there are some great ones out there, and the help of my um, friend David in St. Maria Mean, where my grandmother is from. He helped me with the, a lot of the ones I couldn't find online. So that's that's all been done, labeled, filed, it's on digital and it's in paper copy. So I got that done. And the other thing I was going to do was, well, I wrote, take an advanced class. Well, I didn't take an advanced class, but I did take the, um, the genealogy researching your family tree at the Strathclyde, uh, University of Strathclyde in Glasgow that I had uh, said it was right. a free six week course. Yep. Okay. Did I finish it? No. And I'll, but I'll tell you, I, I missed the last week and the time ran out. So I, um, I could pay for it and have, be able to log in, but I did five weeks of it. And the reason I didn't keep up was I spent the month of November 
helping my daughter uh, who just had a baby and I was uh, in charge of chasing after the two-year-old. So I literally had no downtime. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised I got through five weeks of that class, but it was very good. And they had quite a bit of um, extra reading material and video suggestions that I wasn't even, I didn't even have time to get through, but I was, I was quite impressed with how thorough it was. It was, it was very well done. So you'd recommend so, it? I would recommend it. Yeah. Okay. If they do another, if they do another one for sure. Yeah. They had, um, I'm just looking at a thing. They had 103,060 people enrolled in that course and it was a free course. So, wow. Yeah, a lot of discussion. It was it was nice. They put you into a study group, and uh-huh. there was a lot of discussion and whatnot. So that was that was really good. I'll keep looking for more things from them. Good. So I get stars for all mine. Okay. Sure. Surprise. Okay. <laughs> um, but I do want to say what I've been doing. I know you've been busy with work stuff, but after this last our last. Um, podcast I've been thinking about like a memoir kind of thing all of a sudden I thought you know what I've always wanted to clarify and have written down all the places I've lived since I've been born why we had to move there um how long we lived there and just any little mm-hmm. like memory that came along with it so I had to enlist my mom because like I was born in Santa Barbara where this wine is from, actually, our, our Mayomi wine is in Santa Barbara. Anyway, born in Santa Barbara and only lived there for nine months. So I obviously have no memories from that. So I had to have her kind of fill in why we moved there. A um, couple things that happened. I want to add in things like what kind of car we had, you know, just little um, things that go with the time period. So we got it all written out. And then I put everything into Google Maps so I could see where all the locations are. And after I did that, I thought, oh, I was kind of dumb because I really wanted to do it in Google Earth where you can, where it kind of like takes you to the places on on a story. And I will, that's a next project. Then I'm going to move all that stuff over to Google Earth and make it a little more Mm -hmm. um, interactive. So... And then, of course, taking all those notes and writing them into more of a story rather than just a, a timeline. They're in a timeline right now. But I love timelines, so that worked out. And the other thing I've been working on um, is updating our family, like a family group sheet. It's more of a descendant chart. Of um, for, I was helping my mom with this project, so it's her grandfather, Um, Paul Florence, who had come over, and his wife, Marguerite, who came over from Alsace, and all their descendants. So we've been contacting, or mostly she's been contacting, and then giving me the information to put in the file, you know, everybody's name, who they married, birthdays. So we'll have a big chart that we can share with with all the descendants of of, uh, Paul and Marguerite. And that's been fun. Nice. That's been fun. Yeah. Very nice. Wow. How many are there so far? Do you know? Have you counted? Uh, you know what? I didn't look at the number, but it's yeah. it's about four pages. <clears throat> right. So, when did they come over? They came over in the nineteen twenties. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So, so over a hundred years. So you're documenting a hundred years yeah. of the family in America. Yeah. Cool. 
Yeah. Wow. That's neat. It's very interesting. Very interesting. Well, I've been, um, yes, I have been, of course, busy working, but um, I've been the Daughters of the American Rift. I'm the registrar for my chapter, and they've had a a challenge to have every chapter send in at least two applications. And um, for some reason, I don't know, this fall has been really busy, I guess, because people are home. They're a little maybe have more time to be focused on, you know, doing that family research. And so we've had like 10 applications go in um, just in the past couple months. But the one that was most exciting and was a little challenging, actually, was um, an applicant. She was uh, just became a member in December. She turned 100 years old in August. And um, she said that uh, the secret to living to 100 was, um, oh, my gosh, I have to to look for it. It's uh, it was singing and oh, my gosh, I can't find it now. But um, it was singing, reading something else and drinking beer. Should we switch to beer? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe. And she looks amazing. They're, they had a picture. They did an article um, in the paper, and she looks amazing. So obviously she's been isolating because of COVID. But so, yeah, so she became a, a, a member of Dars American Revolution at 100 years old. Good for so, her. Yeah. I mean, awesome. her, grandf- her grandfather died in 1905, which was the challenge because we had to try and find out the exact date that he died and we were not able to do it so um, but again that exhaustive um you know reasonably exhaustive research um came in handy so we did everything we could found his probate um yeah. called the cemetery um you know all there is is a tombstone record the tombstone there's no cemetery records anymore so um anyway but yeah we did it for her, so so that was exciting. Oh, that's that's yeah, exciting. that was exciting. So, and it's always a challenge because, you know, obviously, usually, it's usually the um, later generations or the the earlier ones, the closest to the patriot, that you have the hardest time making those kinship connections. You can you can find the people, but it's making those kinship connections. And in this case, you know, the documents got caught um, really in that third generation with her grandfather. So, yeah, yeah, and it, it sometimes those. In a time period, you know, like I can't find a record for my uh, great grandfather's death either, and that's in 1939. I can't remember. But it's like, okay, surely there's a death record around that time period, and there mm-hmm. just isn't. Yeah. Died at home, buried in the backyard, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's like that this. Happened. This gentleman. I mean, there should have been a, a death record um, because the state did did keep them um, when he died in 1905, but. Um, He's not in there. Yeah. Not in there, not in the county records, not in the state record. Mm-mm. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, but <laughs> he did have a probate, so, um, yeah. And uh, a tombstone, that's it. Yeah. It well, is frustrating. You those things. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it's frustrating when you know that the record's supposed to be there. And... Well, Amy, we cannot end this podcast without talking about Nathan Dillon Goodwin's upcoming book that will be out on Kindle on January 15th. And it is called The Chester Creek Murders. And this is, is this another Morton Farrier? No, it's (gasps) not. It's a Venator Cold Case number one. A new series. Sounds like it. 
That's wow. going to be exciting. That is exciting. Um, yeah, so this is a detective who's uh, researching some cold cases from the 80s, and the one he's picked to do is the Chester Creek murders. So these are cold cases. So is this going to mm-hmm. involve DNA and genealogy? Mm-hmm. Yep. Excellent. Yep. DNA. A whole new Pretty series exciting. from Nathan. Yeah. Exciting. I'm excited about it. Exciting. And if for you, some of our listeners who know we've, we've interviewed Nathan a couple of times um, on our podcast, but if you love genealogy, you love mystery, even if you don't love genealogy, you just love a good mystery story. I mean, Nathan is, I mean, the books are excellent. So I'm super excited about this. Yes. And I will put the link in our blog post uh, to the Kindle edition that you can pre-order. Um, so ask for it for Christmas. And it's out on the 15th. So that's a great last January minute 15th. buy. If you don't know what to buy for, um, your family and friends. Absolutely. Easy to do. Kindle edition. Absolutely. Excellent. Well, All right. Well, we hope everybody has a really happy holiday season, uh, with your family. Stay safe, stay healthy. Absolutely. And we will see, or we will see, we will talk to you guys, uh, next year. In January, we'll have um, New Year's resolutions ready to go, right? We hope so. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Until the new year. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for listening. Please email us with any questions or comments at genealogyhappyhour at gmail.com. Visit our website, www.genealogyhappyhour.com, for additional resources, books, and wines. Don't forget to drink responsibly and never drink around genealogical documents.